Hi, friends. Welcome back to Live at the Roxy on this Monday, February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day. It is President's Day. And if you keep track about your days based on how many days we've been live, we have been here 337 days in a row live at the Roxy, which means that we've been in quarantine for that long. But what? Uh, speaking of quarantine, we are going to talk about that a little bit on the show today. There is an issue that every stage of quarantine has brought about a new issue. And one of the things that we're trying to figure out as a society and our government right now is how are people who have been vaccinated going to be treated versus how people who have not been vaccinated? Do we open things up to certain citizens that we don't open up to other citizens? And how does this work? So we're going to talk about that on the show today. We're also going to talk about some entertainment news stuff because you guys know that's what we do here. So Britney Spears, after framing Britney Spears, New York Times presents that doc happened. Now Netflix is apparently working on a Britney doc. So I'm pretty excited about that. And we can break down what we know about that. On top of that, Machine Gun Kelly wears Megan Fox's blood. So I always love these stories. Because, yep. And uh, <laughs> that's the important stuff. I also wanted to check in with you guys on television. I've been watching so much TV and I've been talking to you guys about what I've been watching. So just kind of a TV roundup and hear what you guys are watching as well. I've been binge city recently. I haven't watched any movies. I'm only watching TV shows pretty much. You guys know that's my life. So all that and more. Plus whatever you guys got going on. It's a pretty light show today. So get in those Streamlabs, ask those questions, whatever the fuck you guys want to talk about. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. And in the super chat, we're gonna have some fun today. I think we have fun most days. Oh boy, you know what's not fun though? Or I guess it is fun. The bender's over. The bender's over. You know, you wake up and you know it's time. And today, it's just time. The bender's done. The bender came, it saw, it conquered. And now on this President's Day, the bender's put to rest. So RIP to the 2021 winter bender that was it was a it was a it was a time it was the best of times it's not the worst of times it was just a fun time but now it's gone and cheers to the next one it was fun while it lasted all right all right all right let's go into the stream labs See what you guys are talking about in here. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Like I said, it is February 15th. So let's see what the first thing that came through today is. It's coming through to um, Kay Walton. Kay Walton in the house. Kay Walton 7 this morning, 756 said, donating early in case power goes out here in Houston and can't make the stream. Hope you're having a hangoverless Monday. Kay Walton. Uh, thank you for that. Appreciate you. Thanks for the uh, donation early. I know Houston's getting hit hard. A lot of my friends in Texas have no power, which is brutal um, in terms of the hangover list. Yeah, last night after the Sunday show for the World Girls, I took an edible, which I haven't had an edible in a long ass time. Um, I took an edible and I just vegged and that was nice. Um it was delicious. I will say it was really hard to open. It was from that Barb and Star package that they sent me. Um, and Steph and I tried for like legit like 30 minutes to open it. It was these childproof locks. And then finally I had to 
Steph took out the toolbox and I had to pry it open. I have video of it. It was really fucking funny. It was really fucking funny. Um, but I do think that that helped with my hangover this morning because instead of continuing to drink, I switched over to that cannabis, that cannabis, good, good life. I was up till probably about three and um, just kind of feeling myself. It was very nice. So I am having a hangoverless Monday and I appreciate you. LD123 says, hey, coach. Just uh, my first round of the vaccine. Wow. They came to our hotels and gave it to us. There are a few touring casts staying here. There are a few that have boys and girls around my age, but in different shows. Is it okay to hook up with them? We won't uh, be working on the same show, so none of the drama. So am I in the clear? Also, the world girls said sauna sex and pool sex were not safe. Well, other places are not safe. Also, just finished season one. Chandler is the best one. Chandler is the best. Chandler and Phoebe are the best. Uh, so is it safe? I mean, LD, you're going to hook up with who you want to hook up with. And if they're in different cast, it's better than them being in your own cast. So do your thing. I'm not saying that it's the best idea, but at your age, you're going to do what you want. And I want that for you. Um, just make sure you try to protect your heart when you can. Yeah. Try to protect your heart when you can. I guess that's the only advice I can really give in this situation. In terms of where is not safe to have sex, it's not that pool sex is not safe. Um, it's a not that fun. You, you got to look into the individual places. Um, you gotta, yeah, you gotta take that into account. So um, let me think of unsafe places to have sex. Places that are really dirty that have a lot of bacteria, because then you're not protecting your lady bits. Anybody else? Can anybody think of specific unsafe sex places? The sauna, because it's just so fucking hot. Um, so fucking hot. Like, temperature-wise, not hot, like, sexy. Thanks, LD, though. Appreciate you. Always appreciate your comments. You absolutely rock. Uh, I don't remember... I don't remember... Did I read this one from Leonard Kim yesterday who had said, Happy Valentine's Day? Maybe I did whatever happy valentine's day or day after valentine's day to you guys all right is everybody did everybody have an okay valentine's day is everybody feeling okay about how everything went down i hope so i hope that you guys um we're doing okay and that you go in with the roxy mindset that yesterday is just a day for love of all types also is everybody off for president's day today i didn't even know that this was a day people had off Everybody was like, this is a three-day weekend. I'm like, it's a three-day what? When you've worked 337 days in a row, the fuck's a three-day weekend? The fuck's all weekend? No, I guess it's good, though. What's cool about President's Day this year is that our president isn't Trump. So that's dope. That's fun. I saw, you know how we say not to trend with the Holocaust? I saw it said President's Day trending with Donald Trump. And I was like... Not anymore, you fucking suckers. Although it's still trending with. But just saying, that made me feel a little better. Okay, people chiming in about not safe places to have sex. Mohammed says garage. I don't know why, but okay. Uh, Garth says the highway. Yeah, a moving vehicle, not smart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that... <laughs> Curtis Mason in the Super Chat says, Hey, Roxy, I missed yesterday's show. Happy late Valentine's Day. I wanted to say I'm a huge romance nerd. I love romance and movies and shows. I might be alone in believing that stuff can happen in real life. No, I love it. 
I mean, if you can do it, it can happen. Like, I, I believe in being equally romantic on both fronts. I believe that partners should do great things for each other. And I think in movies give us unrealistic expectations, but also like there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a, an epic love. So I feel that. I feel that. Um, speaking of watching things, Guys, I've been watching incredible stuff and I wanted to talk a little bit about the TV shows that I've been watching because I haven't been keeping you guys posted on these necessarily. So if you guys are watching something amazing right now, if you watch it or watching a TV show that you love, please, please let us know. The one that I'm in the middle of right now, there's only been two seasons and I am on the second to last episode of the second season. So I only have two seasons, two episodes left. I mean, I'm so bummed because you know when you love a show that much that you like just don't want to finish it. Um, but I'm guessing it's going to be coming back for more. But I guess I don't actually know that because I haven't looked into it. And that show is Rami. Rami was recommended to me for a long time. Um, and I don't know why I didn't watch it. It always, I had interest in it always, but it just kept getting pushed to the bottom of the list. If you guys have been sleeping on Rami, the show is so good. It stars Rami Youssef, who also I think is the creator of the show. Um, and it's a incredibly educational, like I don't mean educational, like not interesting. I just mean educational as in for somebody who does not have that many Muslim friends. I don't know that much about Muslim practices or the Muslim community. And I love that the show is teaching me more by showing me. It's also funny as fuck. It's really entertaining. It has an interesting stance. It shows a lot about the um, conflict between Muslims and Jews, but it does it, I think, in a very poignant way. The acting is some of the best acting I've ever seen on the show. Both the people who play his parents and his uncle are so phenomenal, his sister as well. Um, and this guy's a genius. So uh, at, by a show of hearts, who in here has seen Rami? I don't know how you could watch the show and not think it's really, truly brilliant. It also does an incredible job of knowing when to be edgy and knowing when to pull punches. If that's not selling you enough, Mahershala Ali is in the second season. It's a huge part of the show, which I was like, what the fuck? What's happening? All of a sudden, is that Mahershala? So that was crazy. Um, so yes, yes, it was so, so, it's so, so good. And then it's got, it does this cool thing too, that I I used to love, um, I love when shows do this, where some episodes are like standalone to specific characters. They'll incorporate the other characters, but like all of a sudden we'll have an episode that focuses on the uncle. Uh, and it's just like, whoa, that was a completely like out of left field or the sister. And so even though Rami's the main character, we'll kind of dive into the different elements of the community. Also, thank you to the show for teaching me that I've been saying Muslim wrong for my whole life. I've always said Muslim, Muslim. And on the show, somebody says that and they're like, no, why do you guys always put a Z in there? Like when you pronounce it, it's not Muslim, it's Muslim. Muslim, and then they say Muslim, like pussy, soft S. It's <laughs> like one of the funniest lines ever. So now I, I think to myself, Muslim like pussy, which is probably the least respectful thing I could ever say, but it's a line from the show. It's a line from the show. Anyway, I cannot recommend the show enough. Not that many hearts in here. Wow, that's wild. 
um, mild-mannered comic nerd watches, Ace Money watches. For those of you guys who don't, telling you this show is super duper worth your time. Um, I hope some of you guys check it out. It's on Hulu, and it's two seasons, and each season I believe is ten episodes, and they're bo- and they're half hour episodes. So I'm binging through this like so fast. Morse Code Z says, "This is the first year since 1996. I'm not attending the last day of Dragon Con. Nope, of Dundracon." What's Dundracon? Although I did not get to do, although I did get to do some online con gaming this weekend. Nevertheless, I'm at work today. I don't even know what Dundracon is. Shit. Wow. I'm not cool at all. I guess I'm not cool at all. Thanks for letting us know Morse code. I'm sorry you're at work instead of the con you want to be at. I can't wait for comms to come back. I cannot wait. I just want to go to Comic-Con again. Want to go to all the cons. Con left, con right, con air, con me, con you. Don't con me, actually. I'm not that into that. I feel like I've been conned already. I'm done with the cons. <laughs> Get in the Streamlabs. Uh, streamlabs.com slash RoxyStryer. Thank you to my amazing mod, Jake Yakovetta, for putting that in there. I really appreciate you. Let's get some of those stream labs in. It's been a light, light month. I'm sure that you guys are hurting. I always know when you guys are hurting because when you're hurting, I'm hurting. And I see you. So I hope you guys are doing okay. I hope we are making our way through quarantine. I know that the end is near of this baby and that those of us who, or those of you guys who were fired from jobs, those of us who were fired from jobs, those of you guys who have been struggling, there's light on the other side of this and I'm I'm fucking with you guys. And yeah, yeah. Tim Valencia says, I feel like Rox is driving the struggle bus today. Well, you know, I told you guys I was on a bender and now I'm off the bender. So at least I'm not just on the struggle bus. I'm driving the struggle bus. Like, are you guys a struggle bus? Are you guys on the struggle bus and I'm driving it? How's that work, Tim? Keep me posted. I'm happy to drive your bus any day. Huh. Don't even know what that means. Uh, Another show that I've been completely obsessed with uh, is Search Party. I know I mentioned that to you guys. But in case I didn't hit this home, Search Party is excellent. It's a great inside look at like the worst type of millennial on the planet. I think that it is it is so, so funny. It's also half hour episodes. It's super duper slept on. It's a, a um, missing person show, but it's a comedy. It's a dramedy. And, um, you know, it, it has so many twists and turns that you would never expect. And every season, it almost feels like an anthology show because even though it's really not, every season is so fucking different from each other. It's currently on HBO Max. It's not to be slept on. And I, I just have to throw that one in there. Also, um, Bachelor, you guys know I talk about that enough. So I'm just saying the season's got some weird shit. And then a show that I've been watching for a really long time that I haven't been repping hard enough, but this season's been really good too. Every season's fucking good of this show. And, and I don't know why not more people watch this. Shameless. I'm a huge Shameless fan. And um, I think if you're looking for something, especially like if you're from a city, you don't even have to be from Chicago. But if you're a city kid, the show is excellent. It's super fun. Raunchy, bizarro. Some incredible relationship shit. Family drama. It makes you laugh until you cry. So, so good. So those are some of them that I just wanted to throw out to you guys because in case you're not watching any of those, all worth your time. I've been binging Community slowly, which has been very, very fun. Um, 
I'm on season three right now. That's been cool. Always This Is Us. I think it just came back. Obviously, WandaVision we talk about every week. But yeah, I've been in a TV mood. Been in a mood. Mr. Subster says Lips Story Arc is my favorite. Me too is my favorite. I love Lips so much. Yeah. So, so much. Shameless is the best. I. What do you guys think is the best show on TV right now? What are you watching? Let me know. Super Chat, Streamlabs, all that great stuff. If you can and are able, would love to hear from you. But moving forward, in the meantime, oh, my phone case is fucking breaking. I hate when that happens. Machine Gun Kelly is wearing Megan Fox's blood. What? Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. We saw this with Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie. Some of the sexiest couples of all time wear each other's blood. And this is making me think, maybe I should be more into blood. You know, I remember reading Scar Tissue and Anthony Kiedis telling the story about making bleeding and then kissing the blood and putting his bloody lips all over, I think her name was Claire's car as like an I love you. I got to tell you guys, this is a fucked up comment. Something sexy about blood. Not sure what it is. <laughs> Something sexy about blood. So Machine Gun Kelly has like this sphere necklace. It's like a globe. And in it is apparently is Megan Fox's blood. Wow. When I say Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox together, do you guys understand that their ship name is or their name is Megan Kelly? Machine Gun Kelly. Megan Fox. Wow. Machine Gun Kelly plus Megan Fox equals Megan Kelly. Mind blown. Mind blown. That's fucking nuts. So why does nobody talk about that? Guys, somebody remind me to tweet that. Don't take my tweet. Just remind me to tweet it. That is fucked up. Wow. Can't believe it. Can't believe they're Megan Kelly. Um, so yeah, he's been wearing this sphere. And in or this orb, as he calls it, and in the orb is his lady's blood. Now it's so weird because they haven't been together that long. I don't mean it's weird that he's doing this. I mean that it's just like bizarro that they seem they're so obsessed with each other. And like, I don't know. It's from a complete outside perspective. I look at them and I'm like, I kind of feel like maybe they're the perfect couple. <laughs> Did I call call them a couple? Couple? I don't know anything about them, but like. They're both just so like raw, sexy. This is the orb necklace. He says, I wear your blood around my neck. So that's the necklace. It's got the blood in it. it I, am I the only one? Am I the only one on the planet who thinks that that looks cool? Am I the only one? It's, I don't know exactly how it got there. But like, it looks like a little alien floating inside of a globe. It just looks fucking cool. I don't know. It, I just, it looks cool. It looks cool. And the black nail polish. Like when goth couples are hot, and I'm not saying that she's totally goth. I'm not even saying he's totally goth. Punk couples, whatever you want to call them. When they're hot and they do weird shit like this. It's like some vampire Darina sexy shit. I don't know. It just, sometimes it just works. Sometimes it just works. What do you guys think? Would you ever wear somebody's blood? What do you think of celebrities wearing each other's blood? Do you think that they are the Angelina Jolie, Billy Bob Thornton, 
knockoff couple or do you think that they are going to last in the long haul make the distance go for it go for the gold in the streamlabs streamlabs.com slash roxy stryer ace money says i love rami and it was uh very informative because i never had a close muslim friend i actually suggested it to you a long time ago so i'm glad you made your way to watching it i don't know why i didn't watch it before also, I'm in Kansas City, Missouri, and it's currently negative two with negative 20 wind chill. Oh, God. I do not miss that. My fave show of the last couple of years is Ricky Gervais's show, Afterlife. It's very funny, motivating, and powerful. It's definitely worth your time. Where is that? Is that Showtime? Um, I think I saw, I think I saw an episode of that, but I never really watched. So that might be a good next binge. Let's see what you guys have to say about this. Rob Fishbeck says, nah, it's cool yet creepy at the same time. Chris says, whatever floats your boat. Andrew says, blood is the key for mutant genetics. <laughs> Mild Manners says, eh, it's different. Redford says, celebrities are gross. Ben says, naff, what's that? No, nasty as fuck. What does it mean? It looks like an embryo, gross. Undergrad, it kind of did look like an embryo. Daryl says, nope, wouldn't wear someone's blood. Okay. To each their own. To each their own. Mr. Seebster, I mean, love is love. This we know. This we know, guys. I would wear the hell out of either of their blood. I'm just saying. And there's some, I'm telling you, if a guy was like, I want to wear your blood, I'd be like, okay. I mean, it depends on which guy, but it's a maybe for me. It's not a hard no. It's not a hard yes, but it's not a hard no. Also, wonder how they get the blood. Uh, nasty as fuck. Thanks, guys. I'm glad to learn all new vocab words. Naff. <laughs> Yo, that's naff. Nope. Doesn't work. Coming out. Ben Jones. That's some WPS white people shit. Yeah. Wearing each other's blood is some white people shit. I'll give you that. Ben Jones, I will give you that. It's fucking... That, mm -hmm. Yep, that's definitely the definition of that. I'm with you on that, at least. <laughs> All right, let's move forward. If you guys have any thoughts about this, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer or right here in the Super Chat. Let me know what shows you're watching. Let me know who, whose blood you're wearing. Yep, you heard what I said. Leonard Kim in the stream says, hey, Dimble Tits, Roxy, woo-woo. Uh, nickname's just not sticking, guys. Some of them work, some of them don't. A lot of you guys have abbreviated it just to Dimples. That works, too. Uh, I hope your day is going well. I've been on a TV rampage as well. I recommend Dickinson, C, Tehran, Apple TV, um, The Expanse, Amazon, and I'll keep pushing Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. It's worth it. The hair looks beautiful. I heard that C is not good. Um, I haven't heard anybody who's watched Tehran. Dickinson, I know that Alex Marzonia was obsessed with as well. And Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, now that Winston recommended it to me too. Where do I watch that one? That's the only one that you didn't put where that one is. How do I watch that? Would love to know. Because that sounds like up my alley. It does. It does. All right. Continue to move on with the show. Moving forward. Netflix is working on a Britney Spears doc. I think that right now... You guys know on this show, we've been obsessed with Britney Spears for a minute, but I'm just stoked that people are getting on this bandwagon. Britney Spears is blowing the fuck up. 
the Britney Spears, Framing Britney Spears doc did crazy wonders for the Free Britney movement. And here's the thing. I know this seems like some trivial bullshit that I'm stoked that Netflix is going to be making a documentary, but Netflix, I can't state this in a less strange way. Netflix saves lives and Netflix has major influence. And I know that that sounds strange, but like think about Tiger King and think about, think about Tiger King, think about the arrests that were made afterwards. Think about the public perception of what's going on with these people. Um, and for better or for worse, no way Carol Baskin would have been on Dancing with the Stars without Netflix. But also, I don't think that the investigation would have been reopened back up. Um, same thing with um, Filthy Rich, the Jeffrey Epstein doc. Like, these are the things that get the public to know about what the fuck is going on. And so Netflix, yeah, making a murderer. Good call, Rob Fishbeck. You know, Netflix, Netflix changes the game on things. And so... I think that while framing Britney Spears was big because it was attached to New York Times and, you know, Hulu and FX, Netflix docs have a way. Um, and with the Nexium, the Nexium one, too, I think that they, are work they were working on something. HBO did that initially, but didn't they do something there, too? And also with the Fire Fest, Fire Doc, yeah. Um, but I think that they were doing something for... I think they were doing something for the Nexium one too. I don't remember if that's happened yet though. R regardless, Netflix actually has the ability to change the world. And I know that that sounds fucking wild, but it really does. And so Netflix getting behind Free Britney would be massive. Now, we don't know that that's exactly what's taking place. What we know is that Netflix is working on a Britney Spears documentary. Um, this was reported through a lot of the ma major publications Bloomberg wrote about this. Yahoo wrote about this. Uh, Business Insider wrote about this. Uh, slash Film, you know, a lot of legitimate places. And what that means, we will we will see. And how long that takes, we will see. Going to the Independent, this is what they said. Netflix reportedly making its own documentary about the life of Britney Spears. News comes after the success of Hulu's doc, Framing Britney Spears, which focuses on the pop star's conservatorship battle and the free Britney movement. The progress is yet to be officially confirmed, but Bloomberg reports that production was already underway before Framing Britney Spears was released. No official title or release date have been disclosed. Emmy-nominated filmmaker Aaron Lee Carr is reportedly attached to direct, though. Carr has previously made documentary films, including... Thought Crimes, The Case of the Cannibal Cop, and Mommy Dead and Dearest. Uh, she's also worked with Netflix before for one episode of the hit docuseries Dirty Money, as well as How to Fix a Drug Scandal, which debuted on the streaming service last April. On Friday, February, uh, and then this goes into the Justin Timberlake part of this all, so and his apology. So we don't know exactly what they're willing to do, but if they've been already working on this for a minute... I don't see a world in which Netflix does a doc on Britney Spears' life and doesn't address free Britney. Like, I don't think this is just like a, a little show and tell on her life. I think that this could be huge. This could be exactly what the free Britney movement needs. And this could be just in time for us to get her fucking free. So, I mean, in time, by in time, I mean 13 years too late. But we don't want to waste another day. We don't want to waste another another year we don't want to waste another moment where Britney is still not free and fucked up and I'm just excited for Netflix to be on board with this if they end up doing some kind of a puff piece no nope, that's not what it's called a fluff piece a pluff piece fluff I think fluff 
It's like fluff. What do I call it? A puff piece? <laughs> it's puffy. <laughs> they do a fluff piece on this and they don't deep dive. Then it's like, why the fuck do they do it in the first place? But that's so not Netflix MO. So I'm hoping that because they have their name attached to, maybe Jamie Lynn Spears does an interview here. Maybe Lynn Spears does an interview here. I kind of doubt Jamie Spears does an interview here. Maybe they're able to get to Britney Spears somehow. Maybe they're able to talk to the lawyers again. Maybe they're able to speak to the judge. Maybe they're able to talk to more people like her assistant who knew her forever. Maybe they're able to talk to Justin Timberlake. Maybe they're able to talk to Diane Sawyer. There's so many people, so many people that they could interview. And when you're Netflix, you kind of have, you know, that there's NDA issues, but you kind of have your pick of the litter. Uh, you guys are all telling me puff piece is correct. Oops. Wait, so I was right with puff piece and then I changed it to fluff piece. Puff piece. I knew that sounded okay. But then when I said it, it sounded kind of like a slur. I don't know. Puff piece sounds not right. What do you guys think? And what would you want to see in a new Britney Spears doc? What do you think would be the most helpful thing for the free Britney movement? And what do you think we will see? And what, who is the number one person you would want to hear them speak to? Is it Jamie Spears? Is it Britney Spears? Who do you think that they should talk to? Let's go into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Hello, Roxy. Happy Monday. Thanks for hanging out. No usual spiel for me today. Just to say peace, love, bunnies, and hugs to you and all the supportive rock stars. Jonathan Miles, Brett, Arrest the Cops Who Killed Breonna Taylor, all three of them, and Smash Cancer. Glenn, thank you for that. Also, Glenn, I hope you're okay because without the usual spiel, I just want to make sure that you good. Always thinking about you, loving you, and um, hope you're feeling all right because, yeah, we get nervous when, when Glenn isn't the Glenn. And we just want to make sure that you good, homie. So let me know. All right. Uh, again, get in your Streamlabs, get in your Super Chats. We are getting out of here momentarily. I do want to get to the last topic of the day, though. This one's kind of a doozy. So get in those questions, comments, concerns, like this video if you haven't already, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We got over 100 people watching live right now and 62 thumbs up, so let's get those thumbs on fire. Up in here is burning how we on fire. So we're in a weird place as a society right now because there are a bunch of people who are getting vaccinated and a bunch of people who aren't getting vaccinated. And once the people are vaccinated after your first vaccination, five weeks later, because three weeks later you get your second vaccination and then two weeks later you are 95% immunized, 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 immune. Um, this is now the problem. What do we do with those people? So Bloomberg did a whole thing on this. Um, they tweeted out with vaccination campaigns underway around the world, governments around everywhere are about to face the same ethical dilemma, how to deal with people who've completed the immunization program, the pressure to give back vaccinated folks full personal and social liberties and to let them contribute to full and full to economic recovery will be strong. So this is the, the conversation though. It, if governments are allowing certain people to get back to work or get back to life because they've been vaccinated, but not everybody's allowed to be vaccinated and we're all waiting in different times. It's kind of a weird fucked up thing. And, um, you know, it creates kind of a, like a, a caste system, which is, I don't know. And then the, the fight of who gets to be immunized and, 
who does not. And then like people already being upset about this, you know, because people like LD and this is nothing against you, LD, this for work, work is telling you that you had to be vaccinated and they vaccinated you. But you know, when we have people who are 18 being vaccinated because they're going traveling tours, but you know, it was next to impossible for me to get my grandparents vaccinated and they still haven't gotten their second vaccination yet. Um, and you know, I know people like Rob's grandparents have not been able to get vaccinated yet. And there's a lot of people then the fight for that is going to be so, so bad. Um, so what do you guys think? What should happen here? Should we open the world back up for the people who are vaccinated or do they need to wait with the rest of the world? The pros for opening it back up is that they could really help our economy right now. And that would be incredible. The cons are kind of what I just talked about a little bit, which is like, big old cons. Um, and I'm not sure what the right answer is here. When I was reading this, I was like, wow, this is a problem I hadn't even really thought about yet because it's so all we've been thinking about is how to get like to get the vaccine. We got to get to the vaccine, get to the vaccine. And now that we've gotten to the vaccine, it brings about so many other issues. And this isn't just here. Obviously, this isn't tons of different um, places all over the world because this is a problem everywhere as it's the rollout is taking a really, really long time. So we'd love to hear what you guys think. This article did a great job breaking it down. Again, it's in Bloomberg. Um, I'll read a couple more of the tweets. It says it's tempting for businesses to think of happy baby boomers flocking to beaches, football matches and cafes, but intergenerational fairness looms large this in this debate. Um, so this is a couple of things that they also tweeted. Yeah, it's just such a dilemma. It's such a dilemma of what the fuck to do. So for some stats, 28 million citizens globally have received both vaccinations that it, you need to be effective. 14 million in the US, 7.1 in the EU, 2.5 in Israel. The world's population is slightly less than 8 billion. So the proportion is tiny, but obviously it's growing pretty quickly. Greece is especially keen on the idea of COVID passports to rescue its tourist-dependent uh, economy. So Greece and Israel have already signed. The inoculated, inoculated people will uh, be allowed to move freely between the two countries when travel restarts. So if you can, you can get a passport, a COVID passport, showing that you have been gotten your two shots, you can travel freely in, uh, between Greece and Israel, which that's kind of interesting as well. Travel is one example. Um, but eating in restaurants, attending concerts, not wearing masks. Those are all different things. Businesses would be delighted to host the doctors, nurses, and wealthy um, pensioners who have been prioritized. There are two things that support the case of preferential treatment for inoculated people. Number one, freedoms have been taken from citizens in order to contain the virus. That's harder to justify post-vaccination. And number two, it would help suffering businesses. It is true. It's hard to tell somebody who's been vaccinated, like you have to stay at home because it's also like, wait, why? What's the, what's the logic for that? You can't take my, my freedom. But at the same time, eek. Uh, this route would clash with medical and ethical considerations. For starters, we still know little about how far each vaccine limits people's infectiousness. The evidence is promising, but we need to do more studies before loosening social distancing rules, you know, because there's talks about people who are vaccinated still being carriers, which we don't know if they are or not. Yet, even if we do discover that vaccinated individuals cannot spread COVID-19, there are strong moral arguments give, against giving unfettered liberty to one set of citizens and, containing to restrict, and continuing to restrict everyone else. 
I don't know. That doesn't sit totally right. So that's eek. Well, it's right that vulnerable and exposed categories get their shots first. It wouldn't be fair to give them benefits denied to everyone else. Allowing this would create tension in society and lay the ground for an ugly fight over access to vaccines. Government should, this is Bloomberg's opinion, government uh, or whoever's writing this for Bloomberg, government should at least wait until vaccines are available widely before introducing selective freedom. Even then, it might be hard to enforce such rules legally, especially as some individuals may not be able to receive a vaccine for medical reasons. The question of how to treat the inoculated doesn't relate only to the state. Should employers be able to fire state uh, fire workers who refuse to receive vaccines? Should restaurant owners be allowed to discriminate and discriminate against vaccine skeptics. It's tempting for businesses to think of, I told you guys about this boomers part, Gen Z has had to accept restrictions to keep their elders healthy, even though the risks of COVID are minimal for younger people. There's just a lot going on here, a lot going on here. So would love to hear from you guys. What do you think? What is the right thing to do here? What is the best way to make sure that we are still a country that allows freedom. And if you are able, then you're able, but also to be fair about things. Let's see what you guys are saying. You have to stay at home because it's still a pandemic. Pandemic leads to restrictions on movement, right? But should it be a pandemic for those who are not at risk? It's actually not a vaccine as a vaccine has a live virus in it. Um, Bill, what are you calling it then? Selected freedom. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. I know. I know that's tough. Thank you for putting this in, Jake. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Appreciate you guys' help and support in there. I'm telling you, you guys must, if you, I must be driving the struggle bus because I think my friends, you guys are on it. Uh, Robert in the Streamlabs says, I've just seen two Britney docs. She is still richer than I will ever see. Who cares? Robert, I think that is so not a cool attitude to have, my friend. It's so not a cool attitude to have. She's not allowed to see her kids when she wants. She's not allowed to date who she wants. She's not allowed to sign what contract she wants. If her dad says she has to work, she has to work. He owns her. Like, owns her. And then every time he fights against her, she has to pay for his lawyer as well. Just because somebody has more money than you doesn't mean we shouldn't care about their problem. This is really a fucked up problem. And my friend, I think you're looking about this all the wrong way. I'm sorry that you that you look at it that way because I think she needs our help. And I don't think this has anything to do with you, dude. And you not having money. Because she doesn't have freedom. And that's something that money has not been able to buy her. So really hate that perspective. Really dislike that perspective. Morse code Z in here says Dundracon started as Dungeon and Dragons type game uh, get together. It's basically now all things in person gaming convention as for vaccines. Oh, that's cool. As for vaccines, I know our local public schools won't open until all staff is done, but they haven't said how many kids have to be. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. And when are the kids even getting vaccinated on the list? They're pretty low down, right? They're pretty low down. Uh, Daryl says, I don't know what you mean, Roxy. A pandemic is a pandemic. Is a pandemic doesn't stop until COVID stops spreading. The jabs only reduce how ill you get. Um, well, what I'm saying, Daryl, I don't know what you mean you don't get what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that they're saying one of the 
things that will help is that the people who are vaccinated, who are not at risk of contracting COVID, if they go back out into the world, they could help with our economy and they're not at risk. So then we're helping our economy while not putting people at risk. That's the pro. I'm not saying that I agree that that's what we should be doing. That's just what I'm saying makes this decision difficult because they are not at risk. They have been given the vaccination. And so when and when is enough? You're thinking 100% of people need to be vaccinated before people are free again? That's that's the question, Daryl. Hopefully that helps you get what I'm saying more. Because I wasn't really even saying anything. I was just reading the tweets from Bloomberg. Yeah. All right. Um, weird energy the last couple of days, guys. We're bringing weird energy to the table the last couple of days. Thought it was because of the bender, but we're no longer even in the bender. So who the fuck knows? Sometimes things just get weird. If you guys are willing, able, and um, capable of supporting me, I appreciate it. Streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer and the Super Chat. Those things help me immensely, especially as I get ready to try to make this move. I really, really need to be out of here in the next couple of weeks. This is getting to be untenable. Um, also, for those of you guys who are post-bender mood, weird is good. You guys are awesome. For you guys, those of you guys are in here, of you guys who are in here, please make sure that you uh, like this video, subscribe to the channel, all that great stuff. We've got 111 watching live right now, 77 thumbs up. So let's get those thumbs going. Appreciate you guys greatly. I am going to head out tomorrow. I will be on SEN in the morning. Then I will be here after that. Then Wednesday, I will be here and then I will do World Girls. And then on Thursday, I will be here. And then on Friday, I'll do Only Stupid Answers. And then I'll do this show. And then Saturday, this show. And then Sunday, this show. And then World Girls. And that's the motherfucking schedule. A few of my friends have been asking about coming on. I know you guys want Natalia to come back on, um, which is great. Lauren LaGrasso would like to come on. I think hopefully this weekend she'll be doing so. Hey, yo, hey, Trey. Coming just in time for the weird mood episode. Um, speaking of people crushing it on the internet, yo, hey, Trey's like fucking killing the Twitch game, something I still haven't gotten into. Thanks for joining us, my friend. Missing Stranger Things with you, dear. Uh, yeah, those are those are the places. So you guys can catch me there, see me there, all of those things. Oh, and, and then I have another friend who started a website named Adrian who is I think going to come on and talk about it, the dirt lot, which is great. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll have some people. Uh, and then we are doing that blurred crossover event at the end of the month. So don't forget about that. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm telling you guys where I'm going to be, but as I'm saying it, I really am like reminding myself, Roxy, don't fuck up on your calendar this month. You keep like, it's hard during quarantine when it's just like all the days run together. So as I'm telling you guys where I'm going to be, I'm really like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I made that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did that thing. Definitely did that thing. Also, because of what we did last night for World Girls, I've just been staring at this sheet of paper in front of me, which is just a list of hot people. We just listed all of the hot people in the world, all the hot celebrities. It was a very fun episode. It was a very fun episode, but I, I keep looking down. It's like <laughs> just have a sheet of paper in which like, I don't know, Lupita and Michael Fassbender, like their names are on and then crossed off. It just seems so weird. Anyway, 
go check out that episode if you guys want to watch a little more on the hot people. Hot people are cool to look at. It's getting so weird. Much love, guys. I will see you tomorrow. Make your beds. Don't forget to put the toilet seat down and the lid down. Try not to trend with the Holocaust. That's never dope. Happy President's Day. Happy day after Valentine's Day. Continue eating your chocolate. Quit the bender. We stopped it now. I'll tell you guys when we're back in the bender life. We're not there right now, though. Um, bender life be over. Bender life be done. I'll see you guys tomorrow live at the Roxy. Stay safe. Stay sane.